Hi, Sophia. How's it going? Not too bad. How are you? Good. I feel like I should have a, a showier introduction for this. Yeah, we like, should think you know? of a motto to start the <laughs> podcast with. Like like some kind of radio show host, like Frasier or something. Like they have catchy, <laughs> I don't know, maybe it comes with time. Maybe we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of the podcasts I listen to is people introducing themselves. We could just kind of introduce each other when we say hi to each other. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, this is Austin. He's <laughs> best pal. <laughs> If you're turning in for the first, tuning in for the first time, our twenty-first episode. Welcome, um, you know, super smart person, super talented musician, wearer of Make- all black Converse. <laughs> you're making me blush. <laughs> I love that about us. I feel like the first year that we were friends, I had like my all black Converse, and then like the second two years of our friendship, you had all black Converse, and I was like, wow. <laughs> the same person curly hair converse just for the record i didn't steal the all black converse that sophia got rid of after the first two years <laughs> good context good context <laughs> i switched to um pink converse after that that was a good time i've gotten into doc martens lately i love <laughs> yeah yeah i had a pair of purple ones that i wore from like grade 12 to like first year of grad school they were I so think I remember fun. those ones. Yeah, they were like school colors. It was it was a thing. <laughs> yeah. So have you been, Sophia? What's been new with you this week? What's been new with me? Um, the sun is finally peeking out in uh, KW in Canada. And that's been nice because there was a big... We, we <laughs> made it through super winter that we were talking about a couple episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty cold for a while and lots of snow. So now I'm like happy that it's mildly sunny that's about it what about you austin what's new i was i was saying before i have the song jenny from the block stuck in my head yes so that's that's my day summarized i yeah i have i was telling you before i've listened to this song like once a week minimum (laughs) my whole entire life i feel like she's everything to me (laughs) other than that i've been trying to catch up to you on the reading challenge but i know it's never going to happen it's going to happen. What are you talking about? You're a great reader. <laughs> I'm, I'm 10 books down so far. And I want to ask how far you are, but you're going to make me look bad. So I don't even know. I'm not counting, Austin. I, <laughs> I don't know what I am or what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> it's a pandemic. There's not much else for me to do. I'm not a hedgehog parent on the side, so I've got a lot of free time. <laughs> what have you been reading this week? What have I been reading? Um, I made a mental note to write this down so we could talk about it but everything is a blur so of course um what am i reading that's a great question i was contemplating rereading um i am not your perfect mexican daughter which is a really great book that we posted on the instagram this week actually um at bright young things pod um and I was thinking about rereading it because it's going to be turned into a netflix movie by my girl america ferrera um, that's very exciting she she's amazing and this is like her directorial debut so I'm super pumped I uh, was thinking about rereading that and yeah other than that I've been kind of testing out some audiobooks and I haven't really found one I'm super into surprisingly so I think it's gonna be bouncing around until I settle what about you you looking, looking at overdrive for audiobooks still yeah I am I I'm doing that and I also like I, I think I told you guys that I signed up for NetGalley. So a lot of like 
um, books that haven't been sent out to publication yet. They like people to read them before they do. And so I have a few of those on the on the lineup as well. That's cool. Yeah, pretty good. What about you? So I just finished reading a book called The Only Good Indians. Okay. Which was a horror novel by the, the author's name is Stephen Graham Jones. Oh, I've heard about this. I don't know if you can educate me on this. If he's from okay. the Blackfeet tribe, okay. is the singular of Blackfeet still Blackfeet? For some reason, I feel like I've read before that it was Blackfoot. Um, okay. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, yeah, either way, yeah, he's Blackfeet or Blackfoot. Sorry, okay. apologies if we don't have that right, but I'm looking that book now. was, it was all right. Okay. It's, from what I've read, it looks like the first, the book's broken up in like three different parts, like three different point of view sections. Okay. So it seems like the first point of view chapter was a short story, and then he just expanded that into the rest of the novel, I think. Oh. I may not be right on that. I think I just saw that online. But it seemed it was very disjointed. It seemed like, and oh. a lot of basketball. I'll say. All right. Yeah, that's like, fair. Too much. Of it. I'm gonna. I was gonna make a review about it on the on the Instagram at some point this week. Sweet. Yeah, I'll be looking forward to he- reading that because I have had that on my list for a while. I think it is Blackfoot, by the way. I I searched it up, but we'll we'll figure okay. that out before the review goes. Obviously, but um, I think it's been on my list, and like I think it's because it was featured in like an Indigenous highlights. Um, section on like my library's homepage, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, looking forward to seeing what you have to say about it. Yeah, I find Native American like history and culture very interesting. So I want to mm-hmm. try and read more by Native American authors. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And like I mentioned earlier, like I feel like we're really lucky that you know our our libraries do a good job highlighting those options for us. I feel. Uh-huh. Um, because I, I feel like this year I've noticed a lot more and I've been signing out a lot more, um, which has been really great. Mm. Okay, so our topic from for this week is books we couldn't finish. <sighs> so excited. <laughs> I have thoughts. So before we get into this, I want to say I have a bad habit of buying books, starting them, and then buying more books and not finishing <laughs> the books I was working on before. Yeah. So a lot of what I have to talk about is books that... I will get back to at some point in the next decade or so. That's a valid disclaimer. Thank you for sharing. (laughs) Yeah. And we talked before about how if I start a book, I feel like I have to finish it at some point. Yes. This is like highly controversial. We had everyone vote in a poll on Instagram. And I feel like most people agreed with you, Austin. And like that was one of the polls that like the most people responded to, I think, because everyone got really heated about it. Um, (laughs) And I was like kind of shocked because I I kind of like, I see where you're coming from. But in my mind, I'm like, we're not in high school anymore. Like this is not on a syllabus. You do not have to finish it if you don't want to. <laughs> like there's so many books out there. Like you could spend your whole life reading and like get like through 2% of all the books out there. And mm. I was like, I, I, it's so freeing to realize like you're not obligated to keep going if you don't want to. <laughs> For me, that policy doesn't apply to audiobooks, though, which is going to be the other big thing that I'm going to be talking about this week. Yeah, I, I have some thoughts on that, too. <laughs> um, yeah, my first question, and kind of like why I thought about this episode in the first place, is because I have an embarrassing 
um, tidbit to share for this. Oh, <laughs> not that embarrassing, but um, is it about your is it about your fan fiction? No, it's not. No, oh. it's not. <laughs> I, I I'm going to get you. <laughs> I keep saying that these are like. I don't know if anyone else watches How I Met Your Mother, but the Robin Sparkles, like, um, music video tapes, like how everyone, like, <laughs> revels in embarrassing, like, the past. Uh, no. Um, but this is kind of one of those things of, like, I've started to realize that um, we are no longer the cool teens and we're getting old because I don't know all, like, the vernacular when it comes to, like, short forms and, like, texting and things. <laughs> And so when we first joined Bookstagram, I kept seeing that everyone was writing like DNF on like reviews that they didn't like. And I was like, oh no, like, it's <laughs> like one of those things where like, I had seen it before and I'd kind of like played it off. Like I nodded like, oh yeah, like DNF, <laughs> of course, no problem. I understand. Um, but I did not. <laughs> and so I was like... You know, like in The Princess Bride where um, they're like, yeah, you keep using that word. And I feel like you don't know what that word <laughs> means. And so I was like petrified of like, what does it mean? Why don't I know? Um, and then I found out it means um, did not finish or yeah, I think that's what it means. How embarrassing that is that? sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a safe space. I'm going to choose to believe that this is right and um yeah, if we're so. wrong, people can send us an, an email and tell us what <laughs> DNF means. Yeah, uh, click review and hit five stars and then tell me I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about when it comes to acronyms. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's my, my, you know, spark for this inspiration. Uh, I've had a couple of these that I feel meh or very passionately about, so... I thought it'd be fun to chat about it. Wasn't there a first question that was supposed to come out of that story? <laughs> <laughs> that was the highlight. That was like, this is this is what inspired it. That's the backstory. Oh, like, uh, okay, to, okay. <laughs> the introductory paragraph of this essay, welcome. <laughs> um, my actual first question is, why do you usually not finish books? So for me, a lot of time, it's audiobooks that I can't finish. Mm-hmm. which is because I get a lot of them through overdrive like you do. Yeah. There's a time limit on those ones. And yeah. a lot of times there's also a wait period after the book gets returned automatically. Yeah. That's a good point. I have a variety of reasons that I thought I would share <laughs> because I'm the one who doesn't finish books in this like friendship. I feel like um, my first one was it's either boring or confusing. Uh, and that's if like, I keep rereading the same 20 pages and I'm just like either sick of it or it's just like, just like stale. Like, <laughs> if it's like too dry, I'm just like not wasting my time. Oh. And then my next one was it doesn't live up to um, the description on the back. <laughs> and I have been misled many a time. Like this feels like books are catfishing when the like the back cover is like, oh yeah, you're gonna love it. It has this. It's setting up this. It's like that's what you get for judging a book by its back cover. So true. <laughs> or like when you see like your favorite authors like on the front cover, like and they're quoted and they're like, yeah, this is great. Like I loved it. It reminded me of this other great book. And you're like, okay, like I feel like this is promising. And then it's like a letdown and you're like, oh, well, that's tragic. I know it's a good way to promote a book, but I hate when it's like a really beautiful book cover and yeah. there's like a quote saying that this author said this or this magazine said this good thing about the book. 
Yeah, like I get why they put it on because like they want to like make those connections and like promote, like cross promote almost. But uh-huh. I like it's like I feel like you and I are kind of about the aesthetics sometimes. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a beautiful book. Don't ruin it. <laughs> it's like when people we don't like, we don't judge a book by its back cover. We do judge it by its front cover. <laughs> Here yes. at Bright Young Thing. <laughs> That's the rule. <laughs> it's like when people put like like the barcode like directly on something or and then I'm like afterwards I'm like who placed the sticker who placed like well I just don't like it I also hate when you get a book and it's like the New York best times New York times bestseller sticker yeah then you realize it's not a sticker it's actually printed on the cover oh I loathe it when they do that or like when they have like the circle and it's like now a Netflix adaptation like is oh yes that too (laughs) no book is safe anymore Netflix is taking (laughs) everything it's starting to be like the publishing industry is just part of their pipeline where they're just like no new ideas no new ideas (laughs) just swipe it like oh my god I feel like it's only a matter of time before Netflix comes for the publishing industry itself and (laughs) it's like everything's gonna be adapted (laughs) yeah like there's no safety everything is like that cookbook you have on your kitchen that's gonna be a netflix adaptation <laughs> soon too i mean there's enough cooking shows out there it could happen <laughs> okay my next one was like you um audiobooks sometimes i just cannot stand it either the quality is bad or i've encountered some rough narrations and like there are some awesome narrators like i'm gonna be upfront with you i have a favorite audiobook narrator who i love and like anything she narrates i'm like i'm down like let's go <laughs> um xc sans like the hollywood star you. system you just follow <laughs> yeah. the authors yeah xc sans is where it's at um if anyone's looking uh and then my last one was if it's offensive or annoying um and i've encountered my fair share of those as well so what do you count as offensive? Some things where I'm just like, you know what? Like it's it's freedom of, freedom of expression. Like you're allowed to write that down, but it's like my freedom to choose whether to subject myself to that like obnoxious opinion. And I usually okay. choose no. <laughs> <laughs> and that usually comes down to like, occasionally like I've tried to read like some satire or something where it's like, there's like jokes that are either like homophobic, racist or sexist. Uh-huh. And there's a threshold for me there because I know that like it's unavoidable, but like if it gets too graphic or like just something that like I feel like it it's not like productive at all, like I'm just like I'm not gonna bother. That's fair. You know. Yeah. So before we get into specifics, I wanted to ask you, I know this is something we talked about when we interviewed Lauren, mm-hmm. but do you have a policy for how much you give a book before you give up on it? Because what was Lauren's rule? Was your your age minus 50 or something? Is the page you can stop at or something like that? I think so. She had a really clever one. It's going to bother me because she always tells me. But it was something like that. It was like an addition subtraction scenario. Maybe that's <laughs> why it's not sticking with me because math is involved. We don't do. Yeah, we don't do math here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's like some clever ideas. Like I know some people will do like half. I know some people will just say the first chapter. And if it's not like started well, then like, obviously they're just like, there wasn't enough attention being paid. Um, I got to a rule once where I was like, if there's like two or more spelling mistakes left, I'm not doing this anymore. (laughs) And that was not a fan fiction. That was a published book. (laughs) Yeah. The last book I read had a couple errors in it as well. 
I find it. I find them fun to find, but it does really take you out of the the reading experience when you swap. Yeah, and I'm like, I remember like being a kid and like actually like underlining spelling mistakes, like (laughs) with the shorthand that they taught us in English, like circle if there's a comma missing, underline if there should be a capital. And I was like, if a seventh grader can see this, you should probably hire a new editor. (laughs) I like we talk about that as if we're both like award-winning authors have never made a spelling mistake in their life. We're like, we would never. You amateur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, my next question, which I think I already know the answer to, but I want to hear more about, is if you don't finish a book, do you ever come back to it later? If it's not an audiobook, I'd like to think that I will at some point. Yeah. That being said, there's a lot of books that I've started and I put on hold and I'm going to sit. I've said I got to get back to that at some point and I haven't yet. So, yeah, I like to be optimistic, though. (laughs) Yeah, that's the way to go. I was the same. And like when I did like my big clear out of my books, um, there was like, I'm not even kidding, like 90 that I said I had I would get back to and I just never did. And then I like kind of had a moment of reckoning with myself where I was like, accept that this is not for you <laughs> like accept <laughs> that it's never going to happen <laughs> um but I I will say that like there have been books where I bought them like w- when I was kind of like an ambitious like 14 year old who was like yeah like I- I- I'm ready for like some Bronte or like Dickens and then like sometimes I'll come back and I'll be like Ugh. and then other times I'll come back <laughs> and I'll be like okay like I was right. Like I'm on the right track. This is what I like. I just wasn't ready for it yet. Like I wasn't in the mindset. Um, so yeah, I, I would say that I do come back sometimes, but. You find you do that with audiobooks as well. If you don't finish one in time, I'm sure that never happens to you if you don't finish one in the two weeks it gives you, but. It happens all the time actually, <laughs> because I either just, you know, when you just kind of like avoid things that you want to do and you have no reason for it, you're just like, uh, I've got to do something else. <laughs> and like, you know, you'd enjoy it, but you just don't let yourself do it for some reason. Sounds so weird, but you know what I mean. Um, and yeah, like I, I will lose some time on my audiobooks, and either like I'll put them back on the wish list if I think that I will come back and like them, or sometimes uh-huh. just let it go. Um, I've been trying to finish audiobooks now because also in our interview with Lauren, check it out mm-hmm. if you haven't listened to it already. Yes, she was talking. But how they only they're only licensed for a certain number of listens on each like mm-hmm. software. So I've been trying to not waste my my audiobook experiences through overdrive at least. But same. Yeah. That that point she made really like sat with me and I was like, ooh, like I've gotta be more like mindful with <laughs> what I'm doing there. Okay. My next question, Austin, officially is do you review books you don't finish? Yes. Ah. Like if it couldn't hold my attention enough, then I'll be mm-hmm. like, yeah, this isn't really worth reading. I wouldn't check it out if I were you, but. Interesting. Then again, I feel bad forming a full, like forming an opinion that's not completely full. So. No, I like, I do the same thing. And like for a while I, I hesitated because of the same reasons you listed. Um, but then like, just you know I I mean I'm sure in our bad reviews episode (laughs) when people were leaving reviews some of them had not finished those books either (laughs) um 
but it is true. Like I would like a disclaimer of like people I know and trust. Like if I follow someone for their reviews, like I generally am like, okay, like I can kind of have confidence in their opinion. And like sometimes when I'm reading a book and afterwards I'm like, uh, and then I read the reviews and I have people backing me up. I'm like, yeah. And like some of those people didn't finish. They, they're just like talking about like their opinions on it. So oh. I appreciate it. <laughs> I find, well, it's hard to say. I was going to say I find just like a star review. I guess this many stars out of five better for a book you didn't finish. But at the same time, if you give a poor review and don't give your reasons why it's a poor review, then that's kind of counterintuitive. Yeah, that's really true. I know. It's like a, it's a weird call. Like, I don't think there's a right answer. I just like to think about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah. Have you ever had to fake your way through a conversation or like a book club of a book that you didn't finish? That's about 90% of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's amazing I feel like I asked that as if you were like hooked up to like a lie detector and there was like a light <laughs> shining on your face in a dark room but um, no actually not really because I don't really talk about books with anybody else other than you so I definitely have like I I've had conversations where I'm like oh yeah like that part and like <laughs> I'm like I don't have the heart to say like I know that I told you I'd read this but I just didn't like it and I didn't finish so then I'll just be like, mm-hmm. and then I feel bad. Like it's only ever happened like twice, but it, it sticks with you. And I, <laughs> I do feel bad about it. I don't know. Do you have any more general questions, general questions before we got into specific books? I have one last one. Okay. Um, is a book finished if you skim or skip to the end? Skimming, yes. I don't like skipping through books, though. Okay. I think I agree. I just usually count it as did not finish. DNF. We were talking, we were talking about, I think it was Twilight. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago. Check that episode or two if you haven't listened to it. You said you skip through the James parts? Yeah, absolutely but I the, do. But the first time you read it, you wouldn't have skipped through it, right? No, I didn't. Okay. I guess on rereads, yes, you can skip through parts, like, for me personally, but... Yeah. Well, if you asked me to recount, like, those parts, the first time I, re-re- I, I read it, I would not be able to tell you, because during, like, fight season- scenes sometimes, I'm just, like, I'm reading the words, but in- inside my head there's just elevator music, and I'm like, so-and-so's punching so-and-so, like, la-la-la-la-la. <laughs> uh-huh. The last the book I was talking about before, The Only Good, the only good Indians... Mm-hmm. so spoilers if you want to read that but right, did you want to read this because i don't know i won't go into it go ahead i'll still read it so the main antagonist is the ghost of an elk okay. a pregnant elk that was shot and killed Ooh. so she comes back as like a human okay but then one of the blackfoot hunters that killed her mm-hmm. she goes after her daughter and they end up like for some reason having a basketball match what <laughs> so that, that goes on for like probably 10 pages and I really skimmed through that oh yeah that's fair I mean I think so too like this is kind of a running joke um from like my high school friend group but like we were really into like um manga at the time and well at the time we still are but (laughs) there's like a, a, a like a chapter or two in every single like series 
that's devoted to like the school festival, which is just like about sports and like things. And <laughs> it's like the running joke that everyone was just like, we, we don't care. Like we're here for the relationships and that's it. <laughs> don't tell us about the race. We don't want to know. Um, so yeah, that was a skim part for sure. <laughs> I find like graphic novels and comics and manga and stuff. You can skim through easier too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's easy to tell where you are. Like, it's not like with, like a lot of words where you just have to like actually pay attention and like figure out where you want to land. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we start getting into specific books that we couldn't finish now. Let's do it. Do you have any that you didn't finish and you feel guilty about? Or it's just kind of like once no. you're, once you're done reading it, that's like, once you give up on it, that's it. Yeah. I don't, I don't, there is one actually that I, I wanted to like, um, and I like, I felt bad that I didn't, but it was just plain bad and it's not actually plain bad. I just said that because the title is <laughs> plain bad heroines and I thought it would be funny. Um, it wasn't bad. It was just boring. It was plain. Mm. And like, we picked it for book club and, um, like Cleo and Alex and I tried so hard and I just, like, the concept was spectacular. The back of the book, amazing. The cover, amazing. I had been hearing about it, like, on Bookstagram. Like, people were reviewing it and, like, giving it pretty good reviews. So I was pumped. And then I tried it and I was like, oh, like, it was split up into, like, different narratives. So you were time jumping. There wasn't a lot of, like, cohesive, like, connections that I could see. Uh-huh. And, like, it was like one of those things where it could have been delivered so strongly that it kind of like sucked to read like kind of a, just not a great carry out. Um, and like not to discourage people from reading it. You might read it and love it. I feel bad like just being like, a, but it just wasn't for me, which sucked because it was set up in a way that would definitely appeal to me. What was the name of this book again? Plain Bad Heroines. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Now, there's one book I started reading like two or three years ago. Okay. That's one of the ones where I started it, got other books, and then put that one on hold. Yes. And it's a it's a book on the Emperor Hadrian, the Roman Emperor. You know how mm. much I like my Roman Emperors, but I do. It has a face on the front cover and on the spine. So every day I wake up, I can see the face that I got from my bookshelf. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, soon, my friend, I will read you. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like you wake up and he's just staring you down. Like, hey, Austin, <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> Some kind of weird guilt trip. Oh my god. <laughs> that one I feel guilty about not having finished yet, but I will get around to it. Mm. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna hold you back, hold you down to this. Like I'm gonna make a note, like in my calendar, like in one year. Check with Austin. Did he read? <laughs> <laughs> On episode 121, we'll see if I've read it by then. <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do like a Doctor Phil special. Like Austin, you said a year ago, what's holding you back? <laughs> <laughs> we oh. just make one episode it's like Austin have you read this book this week and I'm like nope <laughs> that'll be it for the week mic drop Austin <laughs> so have there been any other recent ones that have stood out that you haven't been able to finish um not like super recent I, I mentioned to you that I tried that like series of audiobooks that was like li- like mysteries based on literature and I just couldn't get into it so I I mm-hmm dropped it pretty fast I gave it like an hour of listening and I was like nah um and then other than that like not 
recently, but another one that I stopped reading, and you're going to, I think you're going to think this is really funny. Um, so I started reading Where Do You Go, Bernadette? And I started reading it because it was everywhere. People were liking it. And like, I like that genre. Like I like kind of like, you know, the funny, weird, quirky, like finding yourself as an adult woman thing. Um, and it was, I was going into it and it was like kind of boring and I was like, whatever. And then, uh, there was one line that said, um, it was basically saying like, this person was as boring and dry as a Canadian. And I closed the book. <laughs> oh no. Like, Goodbye, Satan. <laughs> I was like, I'm not reading this. Like, how dare you? And I was like, mm, if that's like the tired stereotype you're perpetrating, I'm out. Thanks so much though. <laughs> What is it with media and thinking Canadians are all like it's because scared of the dark and it's because we're quieter than like I feel like <laughs> our neighbors. <laughs> so like maybe that comes across as boring because we're not super out there. I don't know. Um So were you not a fan in How I Met Your Mother of how Barney's always making fun of Robin for being Canadian? <laughs> that was kind of cutesy though, because Robin is a really good example of like uh, like a, a good representation like she's baller it's not like she was just like sitting there quietly like yes you're right I am ashamed <laughs> you know what I mean? like I don't know I liked that aspect of it because that feels like a realistic engagement like so whatever and then we find out that Barney's part Canadian so it all, it all wrapped up oh right I forgot about that right spoiler <laughs> sorry <laughs> if you haven't seen it I think the last book well, so I told you I was trying to listen to an audiobook version of Pride and Prejudice. Yes. Which I've never read before, but that one I had to give up on because just listening to it, it I found it so confusing just to distinguish who is who, and it's just like a flurry of names. And Yeah. So I gave up on the audiobook version of that, but I did get a Kindle version of it, so I'm trying to read through that. So I don't know if that counts as me it giving doesn't. up on it fully. You're okay. Safe. You're safe. <laughs> <laughs> the referee <laughs> declares it aloud. Oh, I'm wearing stripes, too. Oh, my God. Oh, wait. Referees have striped or checked shirts. Striped? I think striped. Right? Okay, good. Sorry. Sophia and I don't watch sports. <laughs> yeah, we're not sport sporty people, I think. Well, you might be. I'm not. Um, and then I have two other books that I did not finish. One was Great Expectations, which I... It it did was not. It, the title was misleading. <laughs> yes, it did not meet my expectations. Um, and I think this might be another example of me refusing to <sighs> indulge in like mediocre writing from like a classics author who was just a terrible husband. And I don't know. I'm just not doing it. I'm not fanning that ego. <laughs> so. So have you have you started books that you've enjoyed, and then? heard something bad about the author and stopped reading it no I would still okay. read it if it like I'll, I'll read like F. Scott Fitzgerald and he was not a great partner um and I love his writing but the the difference for me there is I can like enjoy it and read it even though he's bad but if I don't like the person and then the writing is also bad I feel no shame in oh. it. <laughs> like, I, I celebrate in it but I do go in like with kind of you know, I, I like knowing things about the person. I know that like we can separate work from author and I'm I'm happy to do that. And I, I do do that most of the time, except for like cases like JK Rowling, like I'm not gonna go there because I don't even care for the series very much. Um, 
I know how your opinion on Hemingway too. <sighs> Hemingway was a different scenario. Like he is a different case altogether. I don't know if I can try to read his writing. That might be another episode of like a, a sit down special where I try to like remedy my feelings about that. Okay, if you had to throw down with an author, would you rather fight Rowling or Hemingway? Hemingway. Okay. Yeah. Like a, a back alley brawl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just me, like him with like a like a, a beer bottle and me with a hardcover and we just go at it. <laughs> that's how it'll go down. Um, and if that's how I go out, I'd go out doing what I love. <laughs> Sophia, she died doing what she loved, hitting on Hemingway. No, swinging hardcovers. <laughs> um, okay, my very last one that I tried but could not finish was The Notebook. Okay. I don't like Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> that might make me terrible. I'm so sorry. I just like, His writing is kind of trash to me. <laughs> I don't know. I've never read a Sparks book, but that's not really my kind of vibe, so. Me neither. I like the one movie that's based off his book um, with Mandy Moore from, like, 2002, I want to say. A Walk to Remember. Like, that movie is really good, but it's just because I love Mandy Moore and, like, early 2000s music. So, <laughs> yeah, I tried to read the book because I loved the movie so much. It was all right. But, like, The Notebook and other stuff, I could not do. You could not. I always get Nicholas Sparks mixed up with the Fault in Our Stars guy. Oh, John Green? Oh, yeah, that's it. I liked John Green, like, before. Um, I tried to read, like, Turtles All the Way Down, which I did not like. Um, but I think that was just kind of a one-off, and I, I don't know. Mm. The only other standout ones I have that I couldn't finish was I t- I've talked about before. I went through like a Star Wars phase for two weeks. Yes. I was watching all the Star Wars stuff on Disney Plus. Oh yeah. So they have a bunch of audiobooks on Star Wars audiobooks on Overdrive, but mm-hmm. I tried reading them. A lot of them either were I found boring. Yeah. Or it's just like a like it just they just use a bunch of characters and stuff that aren't in the films or anything. Yeah. Either yeah, I can't get into it, or a lot of them are tailored for kids too. Mm. Hmm. I feel like I get that. I feel like a lot of the spinoff material is just kind of like, it feels like kind of like a money grab. Like they didn't put a lot of effort into it. Uh-huh. I don't know. I find too, because apparently there's a lot of, like they go in character, like subjectivity and stuff in the novelizations of the yeah. uh, films. So I tried listening to a couple of those and they do do that, but it's also, yeah, it is marketed towards kids more than adult mm-hmm. readers. Yeah, like, I definitely feel like there are some, like, books targeted towards, like, tweens or teens that I can read and enjoy. Um, And I'm going to relate it back to that show, um, Friends from College, again, where, like, the one guy works in the publishing industry and the other guy is a writer. And he's, like, he's trying to write the great American novel. Like, he's a literary author. He's, like, acclaimed. They went to a very prestigious school. And then his friend who works in publishing is, like, throw it all out. All anyone cares about now is YA. That's it. (laughs) Adults read it. Children read it. Young adults (laughs) read it. Everyone does. And it's, like, the funniest representation because I think there is, like, kind of an evolving idea of, like, what YA is. And so... I feel like definitely people go into it with like different expectations. And I myself have also dropped a couple books like 
from that genre because I thought it would be one thing, but it was like clearly either younger, just like not really fully developed yet. But all I'm saying is that I want Star Wars with swearing. That's all I ask for. Yes. <laughs> Bring in the swear words. <laughs> <laughs> this is the title of this episode, Swear Wars, instead of Star Wars. <laughs> you interrupt us sworn once on the episode of Amazing. <laughs> be hilarious <laughs> yeah <laughs> good times did you have any other book you wanted to bring up i think that's all mine for this week me too yeah i'll try and good. keep it shorter for newer readers hopefully <laughs> yeah it's fun <laughs> and you know we might not have finished those books but we did finish this episode so <laughs> Well, that'd be funny if we just cut the episode half part off part way. We're like, yeah, we couldn't finish this one. Oh my god, that that's excellent. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, that's all for this week then. Yeah. Thanks for chatting, Austin. Thanks for listening, everyone else. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. We hope you're having a good week. We will see you later. Bye.